All right, welcome back to Duh the Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks. I think this is Season 2, Episode 14. Uh, we did miss last week because we had one of our very own quarterfinal participant, Jay Wick, <laughs> in Florida for flag football. He's back with us, so we're uh, going to do a wild card recap slash divisional round preview. Include all of our picks, favorite things, and a Super Bowl prediction from each of us. I will be signing autographs after the episode. Also, another major announcement, even bigger than that news. Is bigger that than a quarterfinal appearance? Even bigger than that. We collectively are, as a team, returning to the high seas. So, to our millions of listeners, tickets are on sale. <laughs> Right. We now. could not be more back. Yeah, but for now, head to the Joanne Fabrics on Waltham Woods Road to get me to sign autographs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, got what a spot. The greatest show. <laughs> Joanne <sure>. Fabrics. <laughs> a lot of 70 year old women. Oh, yeah. my That's my target demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyway, the greatest show on surf returning this Sunday. And secondly, to our, no, I mean, sir, the millions of female listeners we've had <laughs> that I've been digging into the research on. You're welcome. Even if you're not, even if you're not a huge football fan, it's going to be a goddamn fashion show out there as well. We're the we only- may have less than one female listener through every episode we've ever put out. Well, if you want to see a fashion line worthy of Milan in the fall, get your <laughs> tickets as well. Basically, the Met Gala with nothing but professional athletes. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You cannot do that kind of monologue after I took an edible. That's just not fair. <laughs> That's just exactly where we need to be. I, uh, All right, well, we'll start with, uh, I guess, just a, since it's been a couple weeks, maybe we'll clean up the end of the regular season, things we were right about, things we were wrong about. That list will be pretty short um, if anyone wants to get started. I just want us to take our joint victory lap, just get it out of the way now, Josh, on how fucking right and smart we are about damn near everything, slash specifically the Rams. The Rams making the playoffs. We we said that in July. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a call. I think most people didn't even have them above 500 coming into this year. Oh, yeah, no no chance, no. But people, as you've – a theme of our show is just watch the games. It's clear. <laughs> just watch the games. You'll know everything you need to know, you'll find out by just watching the games. Don't look at stat lines. Don't look at highlights. Just watch the games. Everything's right there. Couldn't agree more. The tape is out there, they say. Colin refuses to watch the games. Refuses. (laughs) I was going to say, I was, again, (laughs) high on the Rams and low on the Seahawks as well. I just wasn't as violently aggressive as either of you two were. You did also say the Jags would be the one seed. I did. I was gonna get that over with that that was gonna be my one take. And here's the thing. I didn't I wasn't even into it from the beginning. I wasn't even wholeheartedly into it. I think that makes it even worse. Yeah, I know. 
You uh, hated it, but you just, like, thought it was so right you had to say it. God, you're right. That does make <laughs> no. it worse. And what every dumb guy that thinks they're a smart guy was talking about going into the season. Like, oh, well, look at their schedule and their division. <laughs> No. Yeah, and unless you're me, who had the Texans winning the division. <laughs> yeah, Which may have just been a Jag spike call, but worked out in my favor more than I could imagine. Yeah, I definitely well, I will go. Yeah, mainly in part because Tankdale, you're welcome. I'll take a victory lap on that. And the Bengals missing the playoffs, so that's about it. I will also, <laughs> we'll get into it, but the Dolphins... I may have had their record wrong. I was right about the Dolphins. I think I was just more wrong about every team they were facing when I said they were going to have four wins. They were a four-win talent team. The rest of the NFL was just somehow worse. Yeah, they didn't beat, like, a single winning team all year. I think the the Patriots had more wins against teams with winning records than the Dolphins did. I mean, they essentially won zero games. You're right. <laughs> they had one, and the Patriots had two. You, I think you did predict them what four and thirteen, and you. Yeah, no, I, I the thought moment. they were going to win four games. You said in the moment too that that was being generous. That was just kind of right. <laughs> oh God damn it! Also, Jordan Love. I'll take a victory lap on Jordan Love. No, may have been no. may have been an Aaron Rodgers spite call, but I did I did call Jordan Love. Yeah, who who said it first years ago? Um, probably me when they drafted him, and I was oh. like, he's already better than Aaron Rodgers. Don't act like you don't know about my tweets. Let's get it out there now. <laughs> Your retweets. Of yourself. He retweeted myself because I'm never wrong. Um, except for Carolina winning the division. Um, you were witnessing history, people. <laughs> but on draft night, I tweeted verbatim, congratulations, Packers fans. You, your team was drafted their third consecutive Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, we do love that. I'll have to, I'll have to go back to my Twitter to see if I said anything. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably <laughs> but I can't rule it out completely. <laughs> hey, you, you, um, you probably favored that tweet though. Yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably did. I get some credit. Okay. Um, uh, anything else before we get into the divisional round wrap up? Demar Hamlin winning wild card wrap up. DeMar Hamlin winning comeback player of the year is a fucking joke. Uh, did he win already? No, but he's going to Yeah, that is a joke. <laughs> Way to just get out in front of that on the right side of history again. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I'm like, I can't stand DeMar Hamlin, so. Ruined my, ruined my fantasy league last year. I honestly just wish he died on the field that day. Yeah, move him to the side, finish the game. That was too far. <laughs> Kidding, people. Fuck. Everybody calm down. Fucking <laughs> joke. Ever heard of it? Um, yeah, but I think that's about it. Should we get into Browns Texans? Browns 14, Texans 45. Can I Summer just, calling. The, the Miles Garrett show. 
<laughs> he has one sack in the last seven games. Did you know Pro Football Focus had the audacity to come out after that game and said he won like 40% of his pass rush snaps? Hey, that's just a stat. I was, it's the dumbest fucking stat. Way, way to win. Way to win off the line. Didn't do anything with it, but way to win off the line. Yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Still not even great. Like, we're just reaching a point like we like we're at with baseball where like these made up some of these made up stats that are used now to make players seem better than they are is going to ruin every award imaginable. Yeah, no, the, the some of the things they come out with are just like stop. I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if TJ Watt finishes third in defensive player of the year behind him and Parsons. But anyway, that's not important. Um, I'm going to use this phrase for the first time in my life. The Browns turned into a pumpkin. Yeah, I went there. I I would even argue that they were only not a pumpkin because the media is so dumb. I would argue they never stood a chance in this game, and the Texans should have been favored by Vegas from the beginning. Yeah. In fact, I thought they were going to be. And yeah. the fact that they weren't is kind of embarrassing and obviously the score would reflect that but the Browns especially their defense had been overrated since like week four yeah I was just gonna say Josh we did need to take a another joint victory lap on both of us having an alt line of of Texans minus two and a half yeah because I, I when before the line came out, I was arguing with people. I was like, the Texans are definitely going to be favored. Vegas is not as dumb as these media pe- people that are talking about the Browns, and they just were underdogs. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that didn't make any sense whatsoever from the jump. Like to expect a forty-year-old Flacco to stay as productive as he was is yeah just ridiculous. Yeah, they came to play. It was a, it was a very impressive all around game from the Texans. So despite against an opponent that I think is inferior than they were given credit for, still an impressive performance by rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, first round of the playoffs. Can't take away from that. Agreed. Yeah, they are, uh, defense is clearly not as good as anybody not on this podcast thinks it is. And I think I even said the day of the game, I was like, if Flacco has, like, two or more turnovers, I know they both happen to be pick sixes, which helped. But even still, I was like, this defense is not as good as everyone thinks. That's just an efficiency. Yeah, like, if they're going to turn the ball over, like, they have no chance in this game. I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but, hey. And I don't want to take credit away from the Texans. But, yeah, I just don't think this Browns team was nearly as good as the world thought it was. Yeah, regardless, they came ready with very little playoff experience. So, well done. Yeah, you got to give him Shroud credit for playing his ass off as a rookie first playoff game and balling like that for sure. And we'll get to drops, but he even had to deal with a couple of drops early in the game. Yeah, that's yeah, why I don't one. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think we were we were watching. He had one that was, like, the most beautiful dime in a bucket I've ever seen. Like, you literally could have caught it with your eyes closed, and it was a flat yeah. drop, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
what I was going to say is one thing when we get to the Chiefs that I don't want to hear ever again about is like, oh, the drops, all the drops. You know who was uh, second in the NFL in drops this season? Travis Kelsey? The Texans. Oh. <laughs> Travis Kelsey did probably lead the league. He, um, I would imagine he did. I mean, he, he ever, I mean, he yeah. does probably have more drops collectively the entire Texans group. That's fair to assume. Yeah. It does surprise me about the Texans. Also, I hate the way that, like, the league classifies drops. It's so – I feel like it's so inconsistent. Yeah. Well, I mean, Travis Kelsey is some people's goat tight end. Not smart people, but Colin. So – well, we might as well just get into that game. Dolphins, Chiefs, Dolphins, 7, Chiefs, 26. Again, free money. Yeah, I thought this one was going to be a little closer, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs were going to win. And that game was just a joke. And honestly, I just feel bad for Tua because that was horrific in every sense of the word. Yeah, it's just not a good showing. <laughs> yeah, no, start to finish. He looked horrified. Yeah, they were just absolutely freezing. I felt like I was watching the end of The Shining. It was horrible. And, I mean, obviously, I surprisingly was not even worried going into it, but I did think it was going to be closer just because I thought the Chiefs weren't going to score as many points as they did. But, I mean, they just handled business. Part of me just thought, like, People were overblowing how bad the Dolphins were going to be in the cold. I was like, it's just cold. Like, they'll get over it at some point. But, man, they just can't play in the cold. Just (laughs) flat out can't. Can't do it. They also, in fairness, like you kind of brought up earlier, just couldn't beat any team with a winning record. Yeah, that also helps. I was going to say, like, you can, you can argue how good the Chiefs actually are, but they're still a playoff team that they had to go on the road and play. Like, even if it wasn't freezing cold, you would still expect them to lose that game based on yes. their season. Right. Yeah, not much to say. There was not, not a ton of uh, good games this weekend, a lot of blowouts, but – uh, we'll we'll move on unless anyone has anything else from that game. In twenty six to seven, can't be that much to say. Yeah, no. Uh, next game: Packers Cowboys forty eight thirty two. Packers. Again, not surprising whatsoever. Yeah, this one hurt. Hand up, I was surprised by this one. The. Uh... Score, uh, as most people know, is no indication of how this game went. Like, even though that score, they still lost by double digits. This game was, like, over after oh, yeah. the first half plays. Dak Pad Scott. <laughs> he just, yeah, he, I have seen he, on he Twitter was... people, yeah, Dak being like, people on Twitter being like, Dak had 400 yards and three touchdowns. It's not his fault. And granted, the defense played like shit, too, but. Yeah, those people uh, did not hashtag watch the game. Yeah, it was over from jump. Yeah, it was. Which was surprising. Like, it was surprising that that's how it went, but you saw clear as day right off the bat. before. Dak was just scared. Yeah. 
Literally before he even made a mistake, he was he was so in his head about it being the playoffs, and you could tell like in the first three plays. That and I feel like there's something to be said about a team that's playing with like house money. Like the Packers had nothing to lose in that game. They're just happy to be in, you know, in the playoffs so they can just play free. I think a lot of that when we get to the preview portion of the show. Yes. Um plays into the Ravens Texans game. But uh I think the Packers honestly almost had an advantage going into that game. Yeah, and the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy, so Yeah, you know, just just run it back. A head coach and they're just like, nah, we'll stick with Fatty. Yeah, it's exhausting being a Cowboys fan. I will say that. Yeah, was that was say, that was a tough would, eight. That was a tough eight weeks of my life. Your favorite player didn't really play too well either. Yeah, he had one drop. Besides that, he was fine, but it didn't to really his, matter. To his credit, though, from literally the first snap of the game, he just looked like he wanted to fucking beat the shit. Yeah, there there were some rumors, too, that they were not on good terms coming into the game. Don't know why, but I did hear that. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell on the field, like, everything Dak was doing, CD was just getting into that. It was awesome. I will move on. The last thing I was going to say to your point about keeping McCarthy the thing is, they will win 11 or 12 games next year with him at the head coach, probably hosting a playoff game. And Cowboys fan, I don't know, maybe you, Josh, as a pseudo-Cowboys fan, will still be in this exact same spot pre this game. Like, this is the year. I could be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Nick Wright, I hate using him as an example of something I agree with him on, but... He brought up a, uh, it wasn't really, I shouldn't really agree with him, but whatever. Um, same thing. He brought up how they've won 12 games three years in a row. So they're the only team in NFL history that has done that and not had at least a conference championship appearance. Yeah, no, they're bad. That's pretty historically bad playoffs. Yeah. So I don't know how you keep the head coach at that point. I mean, honestly, same thing with McDermott. If you lose to this version of the Chiefs, you got to go. I think the same thing for Sirianni. I think he should be fired, but whatever. I think, yeah, I mean, for Sirianni, I mean, we'll get to that game, but that was more of a collapse than just losing the playoff game. That was, you know, a collapse of epic proportions. Yeah. All right, next game will go Rams-Lions, Rams 23, Lions 24 in the by far best game of the weekend. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Well, to me it was the best game of the weekend. No, Monday was the best game. <laughs> Which one? They both sucked. They both – we'll get to Monday. They <laughs> both great games. Both two, uh, both games featured an embarrassment to the NFL participating. <laughs> Borderline uh, a reason to shrink the playoffs back to six teams, even though only one of them was a seven seed. I thought they were great games. Um, the two best quarterbacks on earth played as such. So, 
Uh, yeah, Baker would. played well. <laughs> okay. Got Josh Allen threw to a lot of wide open people. That's Mahomes every week. Okay, and you shit on him for it, so the, the, might as well equal. They were not all wide open, and also they, almost every single one was wide open. Let me know when Andrew all the big, big play, all of the big plays were wide open, except for his fifty yard run, yeah, where he was touched by one guy that was being blocked. Yeah, it's just overall good speed. blocking. That's good blocking and speed. Speed kills. Yeah, he did look fast on it. I will say there was a report that, or like a headline that came out right after the run that was like Josh Allen breaks several tackles on the way to a 52-yard touchdown, and one person on the Steelers laid hands on him. But <laughs> that's just the, that's just the Josh Allen effect. I just don't even know what game we're talking about at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Rams. We're obviously talking about Rams Lions <laughs> best game of the weekend. Yeah. I was going to say, back to the Rams Lions, I do agree that it was at least the most compelling because of how close it was. And also... Talk about was, talk about two of the best quarterbacks. I was Jared Goff and Matt Stafford were fucking slinging it. I was going to say, fucking Laser Art Show, goddamn Pink Floyd concert in there. <laughs> fucking... And uh, it was cool seeing, obviously, all of Detroit with their fucking nuts on the table. And... uh yeah, God, this was a masterpiece to watch. Uniform, quarterback, everything. The better team lost, in my opinion. I agree, actually. I thought even even during the game, I thought the, the Rams, especially late in the game, looked like they were going to come back and win it. But the, the Lions held on. Good for the Lions. They got a tougher one this week than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, I just just think like the Rams, their their biggest downfall was just they couldn't finish. They got three trips to the to the red zone and zero touchdowns to show for it. Like that's huge. Yeah, the um, only points scored in the second half were field goals, and there was definitely opportunity for uh, for the Rams considering. Two of their, uh, both of their second half field goals were under thirty yards. Yeah. So they were they were knocking on the door. Yeah. No, they were they. Were, I mean, they outgained them. I think by like one hundred and ten yards. So I I don't necessarily disagree with you about the whole better team thing, but I do still think, obviously, with Detroit winning, they can easily make it to the AFC Championship game. And I'm not overlooking Tampa by any means, but they're still a good team who gets to play at home. And they could even host the AFC Championship game if the Packers pull an upset. It would be very impressive for them to host an AFC Championship game. Oh, I'm sorry, NFC Championship. But um, I mean, they're favored this week by six and a half. It wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be that surprising for them to be in the NFC Championship at this point. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you could make the argument that the, yeah, the AFC Championship, that the Rams are the better team, but like Detroit can still contend. So it's not like it was, you know, a criminal team being robbed or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely nothing like that. I just think the Rams shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, it was just more late in the game. I thought the Rams were going to get one of those 
to be a touchdown, and they just couldn't put the ball in the end zone, and you know, losing by one. It was weird. It seemed like they were only trying to force the cup in the red zone, and I think Detroit was just ready for it. Yeah. Puka is so good. I will say that he had an insane season, and I he was not on my radar at all. Yeah, like 180 yards in the playoff game. Not bad. All right, we should move on to Monday. Steelers-Bills, Steelers 17, Bills 31. The real best game of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, this game. Steelers fan, current Bills fan. This is what I would say about this game. I started out the game wanting the Steelers to beat the Bills. And after about five minutes of watching, that was not fair to the sanctity of the NFL playoffs. So I changed my mind and wanted the Bills to win for the sanctity of the NFL. Um, Josh Allen played a flawless game. I mean, yeah, he took what was there. When they, when the, when it was a one score game, they made the smart decision to not let him throw. It was a well coached game by the Bills. Didn't let the fat idiot at quarterback make any mistakes. I don't know why you keep calling him fat. <laughs> I think he's kind of fat. He's definitely not fat. He's kind of fat. I'm about to look up Josh Allen shirtless. I'm surprised you haven't already. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not your background. No, my background is Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb. <laughs> Um, hold on, Josh Allen. Yeah, this while, this was while you're just doing an that, ass beating, especially in the first half. I was gonna say while you're doing that, I, my only comments on this game are: um, a, the Steelers have just been free food for whatever team they play the last couple years in the playoffs. I know. You've kind of talked about, Jay, how, you know, your feelings on Tomlin and how they've just, like, topped out or whatever. But it's basically been a tune-up game. And to agree with you, Josh, I do think Buffalo didn't look great in the fact that they – like, the Steelers had a chance to get back into the state game and kind of did for a minute. Yeah, I mean, they made it a seven-point game, and then they just instantly gave up another touchdown. Right, where it was like – it shouldn't even be this close based on how the game started and they let them hang around. So that's not great playing a better team next week. We're not even better team, but just a real playoff team. One thing I would like to point out as well, because I'm so sick and tired of the Mike Tomlin suck fest is. I was actually going to ask you about this. They are the only team in NFL history to have five consecutive playoff games where they've given up 30 plus points. And that, but yet all you heard about was how much Ben Roethlisberger underachieved when, you know, he had Le'Veon and they had AB in his prime. Like no one ever talks about that. They're going against Tom Brady and Gronk with fucking Cody Sensiball playing corner. Like it's just, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Tomlin. He's always just great coach. It's like, When's the last time they've won a playoff game? Just it's almost me. it's almost become similar to the McCarthy thing, where you, like it, 
No, like, yes, it's awesome that you win a lot of games, I guess, as a fan and know you're going to be in the playoffs or at least contending for the playoffs every year. But it has gotten to the same point where it's like, okay, you know what's coming. Yeah, and his first Super Bowl, that wasn't even his team. That was that was really Bill Cowher's team. And if it wasn't for Ben saving the day at the end of the game, like, they don't win that one either. They should have won the fucking Packers game, but I don't put that necessarily on Tomlin aside from the fact that defense got fucking bent over a desk in the first half. Um, fucking Richard Mendenhall. But anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, Mason Rudolph. Uh, oh, wait, uh, back to Tomlin real quick, Josh. Um, did you see that he said today that Pickett is going into the offseason as the starter, but there's going to be an open competition? I did not. Yeah. And he also went made a point of saying they're gonna hire outside the organization for their offensive coordinator job. That's good. Did you see uh my boy Greg Roman got an interview? Hopefully with the Steelers. It was with the Bears. Ew, why? It was before <laughs> it was before Cliff, so Yeah, but it's still okay. ridiculous. Because to me, that just gives off the impression that they're either keeping in- Justin Fields. Yes, and that's just fucking the dumbest thing of all time. That's why the Bears will be the Bears. If the Bears do not trade Justin Fields. It's smokescreen season. I know, but it's just, good God, that would be Because then they obviously had Cliff in, and that would clearly lead to believe that Caleb Williams would be their quarterback next season. Yeah, like less than a week after Caleb officially declared for the draft, he probably was like, yeah, sure, draft me Chicago, but I swear to God, Cliff Kingsbury better be my offense coordinator. That would make a ton of sense. Tomlin just storming out of the post-game interview is also pretty funny. Oh, did you see what he said today? Also, probably not. Then um, he today he, he had his press conference like end of year or whatever. He was like, "I'm in a much better mood today." Anyone have any contract questions? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. At least he acknowledged it. Yeah. And it was funny because he didn't even, like, start to give an answer and then get interrupted or whatever. They just left based on the question, which yeah. was, like, not that crazy of a question. Yeah, no, I mean, is there a reason I haven't gotten an extension? Like, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Um, right, and then the last game, uh, anything else on this game? Uh, the Bills, kind of piggybacking on what we talked about earlier, the Bills lose to the Chiefs. Wait, no, 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 that's the preview part. No, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the Bills Chiefs yeah. preview. But uh, last game, Eagles, Bucks, uh, Bucks 32, Eagles 9. And the Bake Show was in full effect. The Bucks would have also dropped 50 if their receivers could catch. Baker was- had 330 and. Three touchdowns, and that very easily could have been like four oh five and four touchdowns. Oh, without a doubt. And that's including the Mike Evans. That's not including the Mike Evans drop because they scored later on that drive. So I'm not even counting that one. But yeah, he was just out there slinging it. Yeah, no, I literally texted you guys as soon as that. It was like the next play, I think, or like two plays. In yeah, that. it was. It was. I think it was like the next play. They just the Eagles just couldn't tackle. Yeah, justice was served. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, Mike Evans is good for that once a game. Yeah, he's the most overrated receiver of all time. My dad. Yeah. And I I've been night. I've been on that for like three or four years, and my he's dad, just gotten worse. My dad and I were talking about it the other night, and I was like, "It's really a shame that he's going to get in the Hall of Fame just for being consistently pretty good and never being hurt." Yeah, just like, he's just consistently the number one target on the team and plays a full schedule every year. Yeah, but it's like, are we really going to reward a guy who's been perpetually like the ninth to twelfth best receiver in the NFL every year? Like that guy, that guy's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, he's got know. one move, and he's not even that great at it anymore. Yeah, no. The crazy thing is, this is one of those like better statistical seasons too. Yeah, I think he just got he just gets like a a, a huge percentage of like the target share. Oh, I feel oh like. God! By the way, I just pulled up. I wanted to look at Mike Evans' stats. I completely forgot that I looked up uh, Josh Allen shirtless. Um, a little fat. I'm pretty disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. A doctor, <laughs> a doctor would tell him he's obese. I don't. Okay, that's a little far. But well, a doctor would. I mean, there's retarded and use the BMI scale, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you're obese." Okay, well then we would all be considered obese, especially. Oh, 100 percent. I'm also fat, so. <laughs> um, Josh Allen and I have like the same body type. So it's fair that I call him fat. No, you definitely don't. Like, if I sent you guys this picture right now, this is a recent one, too. His chest is so small. It doesn't make <laughs> it doesn't fit his body. If, if you saw this picture and someone told you, yeah, that guy is 6'5", 240. <laughs> Hold on. This guy's a fucking professional athlete. One of yeah. the best in the league. Yeah, hold on. Check your fucking shit. Like it Instagram even... or tech? Oh, here it is. Great legs, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Way better legs than me. He honestly looks better than I expected somehow. It's because he's covering up his midsection and his legs are huge. <laughs> My go-to move. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into the weeds here. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the preview? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Do you have anything else on the, the Bucks eagles game? I knew the Eagles just looked absolutely pathetic. The Eagles looked like they didn't want to be out there, and uh, A.J. Brown, I have a pretty good idea, or not pretty good idea, I have a pretty good feeling he's going to uh, request a trade. If he leaves, I'm back in on the Eagles. <laughs> I think they get better. Addition by subtraction. Uh, did you see that someone floated uh, Houston? I saw somebody else talk about him, like, wanting out potentially, and they were like, Houston should do everything in their power to get him. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a couple teams that could benefit from him. Yeah, honestly, I think Houston is a great fit. Teams, yeah, maybe. Teams that need a true a true number one. He can't be like a 1A, 1B guy. Clearly gets in his head. Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure. If, now that I think about it, the Houston thing would go one of two ways. Just because Realistic, Realistically, Kansas City or Tampa Bay if yeah. Kevin's retires. 
Yeah, both of those are uh, more, like, I think would be better fits. Because just, I didn't even think about it, but, like, him taking over as the number one guy, he's still relatively young. And you have Nico Collins and Tank Dell, like, how does that hurt them? Yeah, I just think, like, it, it would be such a good team, he just wouldn't like the competition at receiver. Yeah. I was say, they're both just better than him, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep, probably not, but... I hope oh, they that fire. leads us in. What was that? I was just going to say, I hope they fire Sirianni, but I think the early indication is they aren't. They're just they like, almost certainly have to. I, I don't think I don't think the players like him. They fired coaches in Philly for less. I don't think his own family likes him. I mean, ten and one to losing the division and then a first round exit is he, he failed in every aspect he could have failed at coming down the stretch. At least he had that two minutes to talk shit to Kansas City fans. <laughs> that was his Super Bowl. His Super Bowl was leaving that game walking through the tunnel. It really was. He clearly stopped trying after that point. <laughs> <laughs> Which game do you want to start with? We'll just go in order. No, so we'll start. We'll start with Texas Saturday. Texas uh, Texans Ravens. Ra- the line is Ravens minus nine as of right now, and the over under is forty three and a half. Uh, well, that's so ridiculous. How are you have the forty uh, forty three over under, but make the line so big? Um. Josh, you want to go first or last since you are the only Ravens fan in this? I'll go. I'll go last. Sherm, do you want to go first? Since I'm yeah, I'll go first. I'll be pretty quick. I think it's just very simple that the Ravens have to win this game. You would like for them to look good, but like they just have to win. Like second time, one seed. Lamar's probably going to win an MVP at home. Like, I, like, you, they just have to win. The Texans are playing with house money, like you brought up earlier. Um, and I think they can, though. Like, I think they have a very good chance because the defense the Texans played last week was fraudulent and they were at home in a dome. Like, they should be held to few points. Like, Lamar just has to play well. Um, and I, I hope, and I think he will, but if he doesn't, like if the Ravens just lay another egg, like the whole like legacy question, him winning in the playoffs is going to be bad if it wasn't already. So we'll see if they just handle their business, but I think they can and they should. Um, I'm just going to say this now. Do not let Lamar Jackson and the Ravens lose this game. I will be the most more insufferable than I've ever been in my entire life. Do not, do not let him lose this game. There is something later in the schedule that could counterbalance that for you. Um, no, there is a because as of right now, Baker Mayfield has more playoff wins, and he's done it with two different teams and two different conferences. So I will still have that. In my back pocket, even if Josh Allen gets, you know, plays horribly. You may um, not have a Twitter if the Chiefs beat the Bills. I mean, I already don't have Twitter at this point in time. Um, oh. 
but Good to know. I was going to say you are you, the preemptive deletion of Twitter. I I don't even care though. Like the Bills can lose because I already am fully vindicated with Baker. Never a doubt. I never left his side. So I have that. So anyway, don't let Lamar lose. And I am betting the my entire life savings on Texans plus nine. Yeah. I would agree. I think the plus I think minus nine Realistically, I'd be timid to lay that number. I'm obviously not going to touch this game, um, betting wise. Are, are you done, Jay? I'll just give my thoughts if you're done. Yeah, don't let Lamar lose. Yeah. So, I am not nervous for this game, and it is not because of an extreme confidence that this team is easily going to win. I'm not nervous because. If they do lose, let's put it this way. I think they're going to win. They should win. Their defense has been playing well, so well. They've played so many good teams. They've done, they've shown that they have what it takes to win this game and make it far in the playoffs. If they lose this game, it just shows that there's no reason to ever get your, the hopes up as a Ravens fan in the playoffs. If they lose this game, everything fell exactly the way that most Ravens fans would have wanted it to fall. If they lose this game, there's just there's never a chance we'll win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. So it just takes all the pressure off. It's like they should win. But if they don't win, it it almost reverses to like we don't deserve to be here, so it doesn't really matter. Like I'll be super mad in the moment and probably like the next day with just like having to watch sports media, but in a whole, it'll just be like, yeah, Lamar can't win in the playoffs. That's just what we're going to have to deal with. We're the Cowboys of the AFC if we lose. That's a fair did, did, did that Was that clear? Like, I think we're going to win. It may be closer than the nine points. I, I'm not worried about the spread. I think we're going to win. I would agree with that. I think the Ravens. But if 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 we don't, it's like fine. Like what? Then we're just a regular season team from here on out, and that's just what I have to get used to. Yeah, I uh, I think there's also a world that they live in. Over. Sorry, Jay. I think I'm just. God damn it, sure. You go ahead. I just think there's also a world that exists where they win this game and he still doesn't even look that good because that's kind of what happened in the one playoff game he did win outside of that, like, electric touchdown run. Still had a turnover or two. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the defense is too good. You brought it up. Like, this is their best chance to win it all is this year, even more so than his first MVP season. So they just have to. More experience. We got the coaching staff we want. The defense has been playing great. You know, we, we've beaten better teams. We've played this team before, earlier this year. Both teams have gotten better since that week one performance. Like the Texans have obviously gotten better since week one. CJ Stroud has definitely grown, but the Ravens played like shit that game too. And we won 26 to nine. So. You know, everything points to we should get it done, and if we don't, we just can't. That's what it comes down to. If we don't win, we just can't win. 
and they, there's already a lot of people that say that about Lamar, like he can't win in the playoffs. To me, that's just like how it's happened so far. Like I think he can, but if he loses this one, then he just can't. Like everything's just true. Yeah, this game is make or break for sure. Because one of those things where like I feel like it's too soon to say he can't win in the playoffs. But if he loses this particular game in the playoffs, then right? Yes, exactly. He's well, what's his record? He's like one in three in the playoffs, I think. One in four, yeah, something like that. Like. Not great, but, like, he has won one, like, you know, it's been, like, I don't know, a couple of, the, like, the Chargers, the 2018 one, I don't even really count. Um, yeah, everyone knew he was there. But right? this one, you know, contract extension, we have the experience, you know, we've been there before. Second MVP. Yeah, I mean, but even more than Lamar, like, we, like, we have we have the edge and experience overall of the Texans, so it's just like, just get it done. That's what this game comes down to. Should we move on? Texans plus nine in the over. Ravens minus nine in the over. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not betting it. But that's what I think. Oh, I see. I'm thinking like 27-21. I mean, they should win handily. Like they should win handily. Twenty. Like, they should be twenty-eight seventeen. I don't know if that's the over or not, but twenty-eight seventeen. Uh, it is. That's yeah. the over. Yeah. Five. All right. Packers 49ers over or the line is San Francisco minus nine and a half and the over under is 50 and a half. Honestly, we could say pretty much the same things about this game. Like Green Bay's playing with house money. <clears throat> All the pressures on the Niners because they're not getting any younger. Um, and I think Brock Purdy has a lot to prove still. So. That's pretty much it for me. Like, Kyle Shanahan is someone, the sample size is big enough that he can't get it done. So, I similar thing as the Ravens, too, though. Like, if there is a year where they're going to get it done, it has to be this one. Like, the rest of the AFC is down. Um, you don't have to worry about playing Dallas anymore. Uh, don't have to worry about playing Philly, who everyone thought, you know, halfway through the season, those are the three teams in the NFC. So now it's like you you have to take care of business and you have to get the Super Bowl. You have to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I think this game is also very similar to the Ravens-Texans as we didn't see either like Ravens or 49ers play last week and the team they are playing against played very well pretty mm-hmm. much across the board like in all aspects of the game. Like I would say most 49 like. I was way less scared of the Texans after week 18. And I think same thing with 49ers. I think 49ers fans would have been way less scared of the Packers before last week's performance. But at the end of the day, the one seeds, they're better. The line shows it. You got, you got to win. You got to find a way to win at all costs. What is the line in this game? Nine and a half. Mm. 
I just I don't know where you guys stand exactly on the whole rest versus rust thing, but the, the yeah, like you said, that's the biggest thing is that they both had two weeks off. You just haven't seen them play, you know, real football in a significant amount of time, and these are two hot teams coming in. I just uh, I think if if these games are going to get out of hand, I I do believe in both of the seeds still. Like I I think there's a better chance of of them both of them covering. I would take if I had to take the line in both games, I would take both one seeds to cover, I think. I think rest first rust is a myth. I agree. I think it's no like there's it makes no difference. I think there's equally amount of examples of resting people and winning and resting people and losing. Yeah. Like yeah, if the Ravens lose, people will say rest first rust, but like if the 49ers, like, if one of these teams wins and one of these teams loses, it's like, yeah, they both rested different outcomes. As far outcomes. as I'm concerned, if you've played 17 games already and with one week off, if you can't take two weeks off and still come back ready to play, then you deserve to lose in the first place. You know how to play football. You're still practicing. You're still watching film. Like, it's just – you just get a little bit less banged up. Yeah, and it's also the what's more stupid thing, and it's like, oh, resting them and being rusty or having a player take a serious injury in the final week of a, with a meaningless game, you know? So I agree with you. I was just curious, but that's just the thing. It's like you haven't seen them play in so long, so some people may ride the hot hand. But. Yeah, For this one, yeah, this game, it's tough because originally I – pick the Packers to win this game. But I just I don't know if their defense I think their offense is good enough to hang with the 49ers. I don't know if their defense is good enough to uh keep up. I would just I would take the over in this game. What's the over under on this one? Fifty and a half. Ooh. I'm surprised that one's so much higher than the Ravens Texans one. I think weather could be a slight factor. Oh, it's going to be post snow and very cold, pretty cold, what very cold, but I guess compared to last week's temperatures, pretty cold. Uh, Saturday in Baltimore, I'm sure in San Francisco, it's going to be a little bit nicer. Yeah, I completely forgot we're getting more snow. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this which of the two underdogs do you believe in more? Green Bay or Houston? Houston by a mile. Packers. Yeah, I honestly kind of think the Packers as well. Yeah, I was, I was in my head. I was thinking like, well, I think the Ravens have a better chance of winning ugly. But then I was like saying it out loud. I'm like, Ugh, do I believe that with Lamar a late turnover? That would not be ideal either. So I do knows? think the we- I do think the weather advantages the Ravens. Houston being in Texas, dome team. Yeah, I, see. I think whatever. I don't. I don't think any elements are going to be super serious, but I think any element towards the more serious side helps the Ravens winning, covering. I don't know. Obviously, weather would lead to a lower scoring game, aka being closer. But yeah, I think these two games are very similar. Keep in mind, though, that C.J. Stroud played at Ohio State, so not, he's not like... Right, right. that does 
come into play, but they also stopped playing in, like, November. <clears throat> he was playing in January, though. Yeah, in the South. And December. In the South. In a dome, right? The playoffs. I say, was he outside in Ohio in January or December? The last Ohio State game he played in was fucking snowing. All right, it was that fucking cold. Christ. Hey, that's okay. Not that he cold. played that's in one snow game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm about to change my pick to fucking Houston outright. Do it. Please I'm, do. I'm changing. I'm Packers outright. I did it. I I would want that to happen too. Packers, Packers outright. I'm gonna root against the Niners unless they're playing the Chiefs 100 percent of the time. I'm sorry, the yeah yeah. Rooting against the Niners 100 percent of the time as long as they're not playing the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm rooting against the Niners most times. And it's honestly uh, probably awesome. less than that, but most it's times. I love their team. I love Brock Purdy. Always have. But um, Kyle Shanahan just cost me. Like two hundred and fifty bucks in that Falcons Patriots games. Never again. All right, we'll move on to Sunday. First game: Bucks Lions. <coughs> the line: Lions minus six and a half. Over under forty nine and a half. It might be the best quarterback matchup of the entire postseason. This might be the game I'm torn the most about. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this one. I think the Lions are better. I think they're a touchdown better. I want to pick the Lions minus six and a half, but people I know that are way too stupid to be overconfident are thinking it's going to be a Lions blowout that the Bucks are the laughing a laughing stock for even being there. And I disagree with that so much that like just Jay almost did real time that it just makes me want to pick Bucks money line. I do like the Lions at home in this game. Um and if I had to pick I would probably take the Lions to cover. I don't think it'll be a blowout by any means. I just think Buffalo's, or excuse me, Tampa Bay's overachieved already, and they're in a similar situation as both Houston and Green Bay, where they're kind of playing with house money. So I would I, argue that the Lions have overachieved, and the Bucks have not. Elaborate. I think. I think the Bucks. Nine and eight record probably could have been better. So being nine and eight, not an overachievement. Beating that Eagles team, not an overachievement. Lions had should debatably should have lost that game late, and the fact that they're playing a home game here in the second round seems like a little bit of an overachievement. I I could agree with you from the Bucks standpoint. I don't think the Lions have overachieved though. Like taking it all the way back to the preseason, like they even thought the NFC North was going to be weaker than it was. Uh, I know the Packers kind of emerged as that other team, and they're they're obviously playing still. 
But I think everybody expected Detroit to win their division and host a playoff game. And them winning was obviously a huge bonus, but I can see what you're saying with the Bucks because it's like winning the NFC South isn't even an accomplishment. Yeah, I'm very torn on this game. Um, I think I think my final pick's gonna be Bucks plus the points. Yeah, I think I would lean that way too. Um not even just because of my Baker allegiance, but it's more so just like them being in a dome, I think it's just gonna be a high scoring game. And I mean if Baker stays on a heater, like he's as good as anybody in the league. Yeah, I'm torn because like I obviously I love the Lions, but God, Baker winning uh, like Jay, less less loudly. I've been a Baker guy, been a Baker guy since the day he was drafted, and think he's been treated so unfairly in the NFL that it would be a huge like win for me personally. Being like, yeah, I fucking tried to tell you guys, but obviously the Lions are such a good story. Yeah, it'll be a game time decision who I'm even rooting for in this game. Baker's playoff performances, though, is not being talked about enough, which I'm actually kind of happy about. Yeah, right. no, but not, nothing he does will get talked about enough. Yeah. I mean, what, there was a guy on the Lions that said the Bucks would be good if they had a starting quarterback. Wow. Yeah, that makes me want to pick the fucking Bucks. Yeah, no, and but he's now 2-1 and one in the postseason with seven touchdowns for one pick. Could be 3-0. and oh. <laughs> Should be three and zero, yeah. If the defense didn't blow it, there's the also Bucks. a suspect non-call in that game. People don't forget. Oh, uh, when helmet Stewart to helmet, fucking speared that guy. Helmet to helmet that ended in a fumble out of bounds to the back of the end zone. That instead of half the distance to a to the goal, it was a turnover. But God, dirty damn. People don't forget. Yeah, and then let's not forget the defense allowing Chad fucking Henny to run for 15 yards on the third down. Well, some things are just meant to happen. <laughs> I'm a Michigan man, but God, does that <laughs> ever happen ever? It's uh, it's funny because again, obviously, the Baker slander is rampant. But if you, I obviously I can't think off the top of my head. But if you rank him against all the other like number one overall quarterback picks in recent memory. Like, he's got to be up there, especially with the playoff wins and everything. And people talk about him like he's borderline a bust. Yeah, no, yeah there, was a, there, was a, there was a picture that, like, last year the Panthers had him running, like, a defensive end in practice. Oh, yeah. Just to, like, be useful at practice. And now he's winning playoff games for the Bucks. It's like yeah, in, in the, the Panthers day. could not be more ignorant. God, David Tepper, it all comes back. But um, my biggest thing with Baker, too, is, like, the Browns did him dirty, and I think that's a lot of the reason why. Like, people who just don't know any better, they're just like, oh, well, the Browns got rid of him, blah, blah, blah. And his last season did leave a, a bad taste in everyone's mouth just because he, he played through a fucking torn yeah. labor, for Christ's sake. But tell me now, like, if you're Cleveland, would you rather have given Baker $160 million and keep all those first-round picks, or would you rather – lose all those picks and have Deshaun Watson for 230. Yeah, who's played like four games combined and two seasons. And all of those games, he's played like dog shit. Everyone that's come in to replace him has looked better. And he's still guaranteed like another fucking 
hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, that entire contract's guaranteed. Yeah, that's gonna be looked back on as one of the biggest fails in NFL history. And how appropriate is that as the Browns? Yeah. Watch Baker, dude. If Baker turns into like maybe not like Hall of Fame level, but like you know goes to a few Pro Bowls with the Bucks and has like a really you know nice career, like that would be the most Cleveland thing of all time. Yeah. Yeah, not even Pro Bowls because the Pro Bowl is pointless and the people that get selected for the Pro Bowl are pointless. But oh, just, yeah. like, being a consistent winning starter in the league that, like, makes the playoffs most years would be just something Cleveland Browns fans would dream of. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. You know what I mean. I yeah, yeah. Um, like, if he was about, like, consistently Kirk Cousins level in terms of production. Yeah but continues to play all success, like, Cleveland's going to be, like, fuck them. Fuck. They don't deserve him. No, they don't. I'm glad they don't. All right, last game of the weekend, Chiefs-Bills. The line is Bills minus three, and the over-under is 45 and a half. I, uh, I think the line is appropriate. Just because the Bills beat them in the regular season and they're in Buffalo. Yeah, so, I'd probably say three and a half is appropriate. But God damn it, does this game fucking scare the shit out of me? And I'm not touching that spread with a ten foot pole. Yeah, counter counter to you, this game. I feel almost too confident in the Chiefs winning. Me too. Yeah, and like this is like I'm trying to be like unbiased here. Like obviously Josh Allen played well this week. I gave him a lot of shit, and like being in Buffalo, you think the advantage goes to them. They just got so beat up on defense. Like the Chiefs have done nothing all year to show to me that they're capable of winning two playoff games. At one point, I even said that they'll lose in the playoffs in the first game, no Mm -hmm. matter who it's against. But now, like, after one week, it's just, like, I think it's the injuries to the Bills' defense. I don't know. I don't know why. But I I saw, like, I knew this was going to be the matchup in Buffalo, and I was like, Chiefs' money line is, like, my bet of the week. But I have, like, I don't know why. It's weird because I don't think the Chiefs are better than the Bills at anything except for defense, and that's just by a product of injuries. Um. But I don't know. It's such a tough game for me to pick because, on one hand, it feels like this is the year of like for Buffalo, just given like how they got to the playoffs in general, playing a pretty flawless um, first postseason game. Like, like now you have the Chiefs at home. You've won what six, seven in a row. It does feel like there's a chance. This like I think the Chiefs are going to win. There's also a chance that this game's over after the first quarter, and the Chiefs don't have a chance. Yeah, I think, put it this way, Buffalo wins this game. I have no doubt in my mind they're winning the Super Bowl. Buffalo loses this game, then I have no doubt in my mind. I think the winner of the Super Bowl is coming out of this game. I, uh, I don't know. I As much as I hate to say it, as much as I hate the player, I just, I'm not, it's hard for me to bet against the Chiefs just about ever. Um, if I think if they yeah. Buffalo this week, I don't see how they lose to Baltimore or Houston. Yeah, I'm just not 
as a Ravens fan, I'm just not scared of either of these teams right now. This week could change that. Like, this game, like, if one of these teams dominates the other, I could be changing my tune. Just right now, I'm not scared of either team. You really don't think there's any chance? Are you that confident Lamar playing well? Uh, No. I was going to say, because he has, like, almost twice the amount of turnovers as touchdowns in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely a factor. I think I think our defense is playing very well right now. We have two good coordinators, a head coach that's been there. I just feel like we're put together enough to handle the struggling Chiefs and the injured Bills. But like I said, one of these teams could blow the other team out and the Chiefs could be no longer the struggling Chiefs or the Bills injuries could prove to not be that detrimental and I would be changing my tune. Honestly, what concerns me the most about the Chiefs is how good Rasheed Rice has gotten. My bet of this game may be over one and a half interceptions for both quarterbacks. <laughs> Parlayed together. I think that's why you're both so in your gut willing to pick the Chiefs as I am is because Buffalo has to win this game. Like, they simply have to. Like, it's the same situation with Baltimore, if not as bad, um, or worse even in terms of stakes. Like, this is your chance. Again, week AFC, you're not going to repeat everything. Um, but I do, I do just like the Chiefs as well. Um, you know, Mahomes coming in as an underdog is obviously you, you, I still say what you want about him, Jay, and everything. I like him as a road dog more than Jordan Love or CJ Stroud still. So I, I just think, especially if the Chiefs offense is scoring points early, not even a ton of points, but if they get up to a lead, the air in that stadium is going to get sucked out and everybody's going to get really tense really fast. And we know the Chiefs defense is good. Like even in the game they lost, they only let up 21 points, which is, you know, the, essentially the most they've let up all season. And they still had turnovers in that game, which gave up good field position. So I, I like the Chiefs as well. But I also wouldn't be surprised if the Bills won. I, I don't think against this defense, Josh, like they would just blow them out. But again, this is an absolute must win for Buffalo. So if when it's all said and done, they win and cover, like that wouldn't be insane. But I do just trust the Chiefs more. It might come down to the X factor that has been rested for the past five to six weeks for this game specifically in Kadarius Tony. He might be back after a few weeks of just getting ready for the playoffs. Playoff Tony, you know, we've borderline Super Bowl MVP. He's back probably for this he game. He could easily either in overtime house or muff a punt to win or lose the game. The X factor. Yeah. The next Tyreek Hill, some are saying. Who, me? Hey, he has had some – Tyreek Hill has had some egregious, hilarious drops as well, which is his thing. Yeah, not as bad as Travis Kelsey, though. The one against Baltimore was pretty bad. My, no, Travis Kelsey, fuck him. He's gay. 
right, so we'll wrap up with our Super Bowl predictions based on the remaining eight teams. Yes. All right. Jay, you want to start? Do I have to go first? I'll go first. Let's hear it. Ravens-Packers. God, that would be hilarious. That would be insane. Ravens-Packers. That Super Bowl would have the lowest ratings of all time. I don't know. I think a lot of people around the league, well, a lot of fans, I think there's a lot of Lamar fans that aren't Ravens fans, that if he made a Super Bowl, there'd be a lot of people tuning in. Yeah. Just doesn't have the same cachet. You think a Bucks Texans Super Bowl is doing bigger numbers than that? It should. That should be. The- <laughs> I, I don't know. think so. I don't think. I mean, I'm like, I like. I think people are watching it regardless of who the Super Bowl is, but I don't think. I don't think the juices are flowing for Bucks Texans. Bucks Texans should be everyone's fucking, ideal Super Bowl. I say Bucks Texans. That shit should be fucking pay per view. <laughs> you kidding me? I would pay sixty nine ninety nine for that. <laughs> I might just do it anyway. I'll just like send an envelope with seventy bucks in it to Roger Goodell. Just <laughs> be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> just pay per view, even though it's just free. Yeah. <laughs> send your check to the NFL. Like, yeah. thank you. Um, <clears throat> sure, you go. You're dumb. Oh, I know it sounds lame, but I honestly oh, do. God. I'm still thinking Niners Ravens rematch, even though it's uh, wow. even though it's both one seeds. Really, mm-hmm. what it requires, though, it, it really like they. I will feel significantly. I will feel like I'm definitely right if both of these teams like just handle their business this week. I'm picking them because they have the opportunity as the favorites to host their conference championships against who would be deemed a lesser opponent, whether it's Detroit and Jared Goff, like having to go on the road or Baker, whatever, or like you guys or Josh was just talking about how the Bills and Chiefs don't look that great. Like I kind of tend to agree with that logic. So I think they have to get over the hump of not choking this week, but then they by far. So to get that correct, if they win this week, they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. No, I'm saying if they lose this week, you don't like that pick as much. (laughs) No, if they both lose this week, I'm definitely not. They probably will not make the Super Bowl if they lose this week. (laughs) I'm willing to go on record saying that if they lose this week, they probably won't make the Super Bowl. (laughs) I will put my reputation on that. (laughs) But no, the point I'm saying is I'm saying their biggest challenge is this week. Okay. And I think if they can just not choke then they'll definitely both go. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, zoned out for a second because I'm still a little big, and I was like, God damn, he's still going. (laughs) All right, Jay. I have to – all right, so I have to pick the Bills. Yes, I figured that was coming. I already have a a future on them to win the Super Bowl, so I can't – and that's the only one I have, so I can't bet against them or, or pick against them, rather. Yeah, that's fair. 
So I'm going to go Buffalo. At this point with the final four, I can't, I can't not pick the Niners. It's just, they're just far and away the most talented team, probably the best coached team. Um, it really just depends on quick question. If you were willing to pay $65 for Bucks Texans, how much would you pay for Bills Lions? Uh, <laughs> I would just be a blank check. <laughs> um, I just mean, start first, garnishing my wages for that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still rooting for a uh, Packers Bucks uh, AFC Championship game, right, Colin? Right. <laughs> An NFC Championship game in Tampa would be perfect. Yeah, dude, it was pretty cool to see the stadium. Like, we took off right as the game was starting. Oh, and really? That is kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go with Bills, Niners, and I think, like I said, I, it comes down for the Bills to beating the Chiefs. I think once they get over that hump and beating the Chiefs in the playoffs, I feel like all the pressure is immediately lifted from them, and then they can go into the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl, you know, relatively um, stress-free. I do agree so, that if, if they beat the Chiefs, their stress level, like their stress levels, decrease significantly. Yeah, so I what think you're both saying. What you're, if I'm hearing both of you correctly, is if they beat the Chiefs this week, they do have a chance of making the Super Bowl. No, no that's I'm, not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is their most stressful <laughs> game. No, I'm I'm saying if they beat the Chiefs, they're winning it all. The Chiefs to me are their biggest challenge, just because it's so in their mentally. Head. Yeah, exactly. So I think once they get over that hump of beating them in the postseason, because they're what three and one against them in the regular season, Mahomes versus Allen, but they're zero and two in the playoffs. Like they they have to get over that hump. Once they do that, I don't think they're worried about anybody else because then they like roster wise, quarterback wise, they stack up with everybody in the league. So I think just getting over that mental hurdle is huge for them because if they lose this game then that that franchise is fucking crippled there is a chance that i will be in attendance at the asc championship game if the ravens win this week that'd be sick stay tuned but yeah so bills niners um really to me comes down to this weekend bills win bills are winning super bowl and that wraps it up any last thoughts Fuck Demar Hamlin. Then we will be <laughs> we'll be back next week to do a divisional round wrap up and a conference championship preview.